Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Strategy Guide. When the world finds another way to disappoint you, we probably won't be able to help you, but you can still listen to us for some delightful commentary in the meantime. So if you're just tuning in, sit back, relax, and we'll take you smooth cruising through the weekly wonders of movies, games, and greatness. This weekend, we saw emotions at an all-time high with a lovely combination of teasers and reveals at E3. We'll be recapping E3, talking some highlights, a little bit of lowlights, and by righteous virtue, which studio should be dubbed righteous king of the event? We'll briefly talk takeaways afterward and speculate what we should expect for the year ahead. After that, we'll cover the latest installment in the Marvel and Disney world and how the steady release of shows has been doing so far. From there, we'll take a look at the remaining movies yet to be released this year and who we think will sit at the top of the throne as best release in 2021. Last but not least, we'll be talking about the most played games this year and make a case for what it should be or could be. As always, I'll be your humbled and modest shepherd on your spiritual journey through this podcast. Ideally, someone else would be doing this, but it's the burden I bear for having opinions of gold and an IQ above 70, which with this group is an indeed an advantage. I'm BK, and you're listening to Strategy Guide. Alright everybody, you know the name of the game. Five topics, five rounds, one winner. Each argument within a round will be dictated by an upvote and a downvote. Upvotes will be sounded by... And downvotes will be sounded by... Now to introduce the players, starting with Trey. Uh, I'm Trey Serena. I uh, found out my kitten has a beef intolerance this week, so my pussy is allergic to beef. Oh, <laughs> Been there. <laughs> <laughs> How often? Hey, uh, on to Roman. Uh, hello, my name is Roman, and Marvel has never made a single actually quality movie. Oh, throwing daggers already. I love it. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Marvel. <laughs> and last, we have Ty. All I'm saying is Daquan ain't really do nothing. Y'all be acting like he robbed a Walmart. All he did was rob a gas station. Who? <laughs> what? That is a very specific internet reference. Yeah, what? <laughs> if anyone gets that reference, then we essentially, by right of law, have to give you this podcast. <laughs> give them a point and the podcast. Yeah, you can send a raven, we'll answer it. This past weekend was E3. We saw a lot going on and we saw a lot of great things, a lot of okay things, and a lot of questionable things. So I just want to kick it off to you, gentlemen, with how we're feeling. You know, what did you see? What did you notice? And to start out with, who did you think were the biggest winners and the biggest losers? Ty, how excited are you about Breath of the Wild 2? I'm so fucking excited about it. Like, I texted you guys. Like, fuck all of you guys, man. I forget. Why Why were we even mad at you? I don't know. Right. There's no reason. I just thought it was funny. Bro, what did you say? I said no one cares. Yeah. No, I- <laughs> at a certain point, I just was trying to tear you down. So. I know. Because we knew you liked it. I literally, yeah. I saw you guys do it. I was like, oh, oh what a joke. <laughs> I was, uh, well, I'm still, regardless of that, I'm pretty happy about it. Um, it, it. Albeit, it's not that much. It just says that, like, we're on track for something. But I don't know. E3, on top of they just added more and more. Um, we we got to talk about Metroid 4, which turned out to be whatever the fuck. Metroid Dread? Metroid Dread. Yeah, it's like yeah. horror themed. That's yeah. pretty sick. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know who the studio is who did it. 
But I don't know. WarioWare is my big one. I love that shit. Did you watch the trailer for Metroid? I watched a little bit. Honestly, it's not my thing. I hate like platform side scrollers. Is it side scroller or is it yeah. first person? It's side scroller. Yeah. I was and, so disappointed. Yep. And because yeah, well, the cinematic too makes it look really cool. It's like, oh, it's like Doom. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's side scroller. And you're getting chased by that like thing the entire time. It's just like, great. Now I'm under pressure and a side scroller. Yeah. Dude, Metroid could easily do like a Doom for babies, you know, like a Nintendo oh, yeah. Doom. Yeah. And I don't know. They just chose. Is that to what they used to do? Yeah, like I had a DS version of Metroid that was first oh, person. That was sick. Yeah, it was like exactly. Hunters yeah, or something. Games, yeah, that yeah. was the one that really sold me on the oh, DS. Oh man, that was amazing. Um, I think that I don't know. So, did anybody play the Nintendo DS games like Link's Awakening or just like the real uh, classic ones? I, I no. played one Zelda game on the DS. I thought to myself, "Wow, this is pretty fucking like dimensional," you know, so limited. But playing it. Nintendo always knows to do something to really like stretch the limits of it. So I don't know. I have, I have faith that Metroid is going to be something and actually redefine the 2D side scroller because it's returning it to its roots in which is actually, you know, where Metroid came from. They did it with Breath of the Wild, which is almost the most true remake okay. of a Zelda game. Here's here's my point. Would you pay $60 for a side scroller on the Nintendo Switch? Is no. it $60? Yeah. Oh. I would not. God. That's I, brutal. Would, Ty, would you? Nintendo Switch titles always deliver. Yeah, I would. You, you would? I, I would probably buy it. Mm. I give you my I'll, respect. Yeah, for you'd stick to your guns. That, <laughs> I, I, I will not downvote you, even though I don't dis- I, I disagree. I would not pay 60 bucks for a console side-scroller. Yeah. I was honestly pretty disappointed, too, with Breath of the Wild's, like, gameplay reveal. Ooh. I was Ooh. disappointed Ooh. that... Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just fuck Ty. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I have reasons. Yeah, I have reasons. Uh, fuck Ty for reasons. <laughs> no, it's, no, you don't need reasons. We're going to end the podcast. <laughs> it, you said something like it's reskin, and I, I thought the exact same thing. It's just like, it's not Ganon. It's another big thing. And then it's like, oh, we can now be in the sky. And that's about it. <laughs> like It just yeah. all yeah, it, it should have waited on new hardware. Yeah, like yeah. anything. I It just seemed like a little underwhelming for the game of the year exactly. sequel. I Yeah. It's like, here's Mario again, but Bowser has like a cool hat. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a huge problem when games uh, just give you the same environment and they're like, oh, it's bad again after you fixed it exactly. the last time. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, why can't I just fix it for once? <laughs> you motherfucker said this at Twilight Princess. You motherfucker said it at Skyward Sword. You said it at Breath of the Wild. 10, 10, 10. Game of the year, game of the year, game of the year. Yep, motherfucker. You guys... When will you learn? Like, Nintendo, trust in the process. Nintendo is a luxury brand, and it has established itself as just, we deliver high-quality products. Okay. I'm cutting at Nintendo. Yeah. Roman, what's uh, what's another thing? Uh, So, I was, as always, more excited about Microsoft's release stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Starfield looks normie as fuck. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know anything about it. And, like, they could have had this time to have people actually get excited. I mean, people are excited about Starfield, but it's like... I don't know. It's just you go into space and then what? They've kept it really close to the vest. And honestly, I feel like more speculation about it has been gleaned from leaks and from like interviews than even E3's reveal that was just like a kind of cinematic trailer. Like all I know is it's Todd Howard said it's Skyrim, but in space. And it's like, that is so broad. (laughs) Like, does that sound bad? No, it doesn't. It, from what I've also heard, uh, I don't think this was at E3, but it might have been. Um, it's the same systems as like Fallout and Skyrim, but it's improving the engine. 
which like, mm. what the fuck does that mean? Like how much better can graphics get than right now? How much, like at a certain point, does it just become improving like environment and AI and like improving reactability? Like, can you just destroy your environment more? I have no idea. It seems like that's something that Bethesda kind of prioritizes is like making your environment more immersive. So I feel like they would go in that direction. I don't know though. It's just so broad. Yeah. Any, and okay. then uh, so what I'm most excited for about Microsoft's release stuff was uh, Halo, the multiplayer trailer. Yeah. Um, they, they released a good amount of gameplay footage and it looks pretty dope, I must say. It looks like Halo 5 if it was done really well. <laughs> and they're bringing equipment back from like Halo 3 yeah. too. Which is, it's, it, I feel like they're just taking everything that Halo's done and trying to improve on it. Yeah. Any, any counterpoints to the hype around Halo? Honestly, I don't have that much because I'm not that interested in it anymore. Like really? I, I've fallen out of a lot of Halo, and it's boring as fuck. I mean, dude. who gives a shit? Like it's like nobody gave a shit about five. Uh, yeah, I didn't say like I don't know. They, I, I give a shit about five. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know you're you're a Halo boy, right? I played five yeah. for a good amount. I mean, five, it's just yeah. it took a different spin because the whole one through four, and this is super side tangent, but one through four was like they coveted, like how dare they? Yeah, and but then like five was just like like this like rivalry between like the government of like UNSC mm. versus like master chief, like being a loose cannon. So that was sick. That's my defense of five, but sorry. You know, I, I, I just don't think we can really complain about it because we're getting it for free because it's probably going to come out on game pass day sure. one. Uh, and like, the multiplayer is yeah. free anyways. Yeah. Like, is there going to be a campaign? Yeah. I didn't, okay. So oh, you pay for the campaign, but the multiplayer is free. Gotcha. Sick. Apparently you get customizable AI in the game. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Is, um, you get that in the multiplayer too. Silver master yeah. chief in there. I don't know. I don't and know then, okay, so to wrap up, Silver. Microsoft, um, Forza looks really cool. Um, I like that it takes place in Mexico. I think that's pretty interesting. And I think that was it. I didn't see anything anything regarding like the Inside and Limbo sequel I was kind of hoping for. Um, and then there's yeah, not nothing on the Kinect. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Non-main Good. title Good. games that you guys are excited for that you saw. Elden Ring. Is Elden Ring is that considered it's not exclusive? Oh, did you I, mean non exclusive? I'm meaning or like did you indie, mean? like more like indie smaller oh, like titles oh. that don't have a franchise or that aren't based off Dark Souls. There wasn't that <laughs> many that I saw in the headlines. I mean, obviously because they're smaller. E3 but. really isn't at like a place to showcase that though, right? It is. Uh, it is. I mean, if you looked if you looked enough, there was actually like a lot of like. I know I like talk shit about side scrollers, but there was some really cool looking. Like, yeah, like remember when Cuphead was announced? Like that was a that's indie true. thing, and that was huge. Yeah, like there was that. Um, there was this like uh, the the Eldritch like uh, Lovecraft horror kind of game that was like it was like a top down um, like eight bit style. It looked kind of cool. Like it was just very nostalgic yeah. and also drawing on a lot of the like Lovecraft horror squid monster stuff. Yeah, I, I, I saw a few things that looked interesting that I hadn't heard before. And yeah. I mean, there was a few, like, wild cards in there that don't have a previous franchise or that don't look to be based on a popular game's mechanics. Yeah. So Avatar RPG. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> there was, like, nothing about that. It was there, just was a, a there was a pretty trailer. good trailer. Um, of what? Well, uh, I'm pretty sure everything that showed is in-game. For Avatar? Or for Avatar? Yeah. I thought it was just cinematic. I, I thought said, I'm pretty sure. Trailer. I didn't say if it was a fact. Was I'm just... pretty sure it's cinematic. It's, really? Yeah, I think all of that, there wasn't any gameplay. It was all, like, very rendered, like, very... Um, pre-rendered. Yes, pre-rendered. Okay. Like, it... I didn't see anything that looked like it, it was playable, and so it just leaves me with so much doubt. <laughs> like, that thing could be trash. I... 
just think it's going to be trash because the fucking it's just a hollow franchise yeah, in general. Who absolutely, the fuck cares? Yeah. Like, the story's not even good, so it's like, what are we doing? Yeah, it's like I like the say how you really feel, Roman. <laughs> what are we doing? It's Pocahontas <laughs> with blue people. We know. <laughs> I think Microsoft at the end of the day stole the show. Yeah, altogether. But I want to plug Matt makes games. Um, he makes Celeste and Towerfall, and you know how I feel about Towerfall Ascension yep. and his expansion Dark World. Uh, just a small developer, he makes just high quality fucking games. He announced earlier, like um, this year, that his new game is in development, and he's just on that whenever I'm done with it approach. And I fucking feel like I feel that I didn't. I was hoping to see something from him at E3, didn't. But uh, yeah. People like that, I support it. I want to plug uh, most ambitious Battlefield 2020, 2042. I think it looks dope. <laughs> and I feel like uh, you were saying, Ty, something in the in the chat, like Call oh. of Duty's perfected. Why don't you just fucking publish our goddamn like, <laughs> message? It was, it's oh, I reference. tweet every message you text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're all just reading for the... I really like the... <laughs> no, I mean, you were saying like Call of Duty's like perfected that style of combat. Oh, yeah. So I feel like Battlefield has to go with more of this risk-reward <laughs> method. So this is like super ambitious set in the future they can do whatever the fuck they want with it i am disappointed the enemies are like it sounds like they're russian again which i'm bored of well russians are bad I th- i'm just so tired of it we've been going since like the 80s with well, the Cold who else War. is the u.s gonna re- realistically anybody it's the future it could be anybody we had like one break with terrorists at least it could be like more topical who would I you know. want Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> they come out of neutrality with an armada. Yeah. Canada, we have a, a home front. <laughs> Healthcare for all. All right, the winner for the first round was actually a two-way tie between Trey and Ty. Fuck. So points will be awarded to both of them. All right, I'll take it. Trey's still a bitch, though. I'll take whatever I can get. Yes. Like a bitch? Yeah, what? <laughs> all right, on to the next round. So we opened up with the E3 recap. Now what we're going to be doing is still staying on the E3 topic, but focusing on the takeaways. So what are we going to expect in the next six months and the next year? What games might pan out? What games might just end up falling short? So for speculations, I'll hand it over to Roman to start. So I'm going to touch on two games for this section. Um, The first one is Elden Ring. The trailer looks amazing. Um, absolutely incredible stuff. Uh, it's a lot more than I was expecting. Like the character designs are pretty awesome. Um, the whole, you get a horse thing is pretty cool because that kind of mobility is always, has never really existed in a Bandai Namco game. I mean, except for, you know, the grappling hook in Sekiro, but, um, overall I think it's going to be really good. What did it remind me of? Hmm. Shadow of the Colossus? Dark Souls, yeah. <laughs> it, so, yeah, it um, I it knew. felt like Dark Souls 3, totally. Um, but I hope that there's more to it than just another Dark Souls, you know? Um, I mean, Sekiro, to me, was just way more than another Dark Souls. So if this is anything like that. They're definitely trying with, like, the the ghost horses and the all kinds of crazy shit yeah, that they looks threw pretty in. pretty rad. Uh, and then the second thing I wanted to mention was with Halo Infinite... Um, the multiplayer being free and the amount of customization is maybe kind of shitty just because, and hold on. Um, they were, okay. They were talking about like, Oh, the gloves can be customized. Your AI can be cause it's like, well, this is all just going to be wrapped up in microtransactions. Like your armor, your armor is going to be like 
loot boxes and you're like, oh, I get the Mjolnir something shoulder pad and then I get this like glove and then I get this kneecap. And it's like, it's a mismatched piece of horror show. Dude, Bill Gates is short on money from that divorce. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> Gates needs to collect his residuals. He's gotta make his money somehow. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm anticipating... I'm anticipating it'll be um, a lot of microtransactions, which kind of sucks, but maybe the gameplay is good enough to warrant it. All right, Roman took a fat lead in that first two minutes. Who wants to follow that? Oof, I can do it. Give me, uh, I am so excited for Guardians of the Galaxy from Square Enix. Dude, what? Dude, no, no, no. I thought at least Ty would like okay, it. Hey, give me, give me your point. Maybe Immediately reminded me of Mass Effect. It's like squad based combat. You're like, you're in space. You're doing all this goofy shit. Plus the, the banter is amazing. I love it. It's all the kinds goofy of goofy. quips. What? Come on. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Did I mean, watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it was they awesome. They didn't shut the fuck up. I loved it. <laughs> They're like, I got this. You got this. I, love I got it. this. How I've about s- me? You got this. I'm such a every- sucker for it. You know, there. Okay, side tangent. There is a perfect amount of banter in games, and some games really play with that line. And other games just totally fuck it up. Dragon's Port- Dogma fucks it up. Borderlands Three fucked it up too. Borderlands Three yeah. fucked it up. Yeah, but that's yeah. It's aesthetically pleasing, yes, but like I, I just think it's it's a game that already wasn't good, and they're adding something in order to like cover up how bad it is. I mean, it is really bad that they couldn't get um, Star-Lord, what's his name, Chris Pratt's likeness. Yeah. So like, he just looks like some like, college douche, like that's football like, player. It's like Spider-Man, though. <laughs> Spider-Man is the same thing. Name the last time Square Enix delivered on anything. Like They didn't. Oh, oh. <laughs> Did they? One. For what? Final Fantasy, Life is oh. Strange. Final Fantasy. Uh, oh, wait. They didn't fucking make that one. Final Fantasy 7? Uh, I was going to say 15 and 13. That was like five years ago. Nah, it wasn't that long. Good. When did it come out? I, I couldn't tell. Okay, three or four. Avengers, <laughs> Outriders, Kingdom Hearts 3. It's been bad streak for some time now. Those are fucking like way in the back mirror opposed to like all these things that have come out. Uh, Square Enix is also perpetuating when I think, oh, like, I don't know, shitty anime kind of. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just those like cliches. I'll give you that. I'll give you that for Final Fantasy 15. They really, they're like, really did like, oh, the brooding, the brooding like, like male lead who just like is always upset and never satisfied. Yeah, they they kind of yeah. ruined that for me. But well, the other anime has brought it back. <laughs> I'm I'm the most skeptical about uh, Far Cry Six just because uh, it looks the exact same as all the others. Although they have the villain from Breaking Bad, um, yeah, as the so, voice actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. I am. I mean, if we're following the invincible model of like really good voice actors, I feel like that might be enough. Maybe. Uh, I'm just, again, super skeptical on that. Does anyone, does anyone have a point that voice acting can't redeem a bad game? Um, I mean, dude, I, I'm a sucker for good voice acting ever it, since Knights of the Old Republic, which I think has phenomenal voice acting. It's a good um, fallback. No matter what you can always be like, well, the voice acting was good. Um, PlayStation's 1886, Order 1886, or whatever the fuck it was, it, which it was like a six-hour game. Remember, it, no, it was like the second or third like big PlayStation title that came out. I would say it was considered the biggest flop. It was all cinematics, very... Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. You know, that. so you asked um, if voice oh. acting makes up for a bad game. No. A game is a game. That's fair. That's... <laughs> Either that is like what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago in which the Netflix should just buy the rights and then I just press my remote which way I want to go. I'm also super skeptical on D&D Dark Alliance, to be honest. Ooh, yeah. Tell me. 
I as a don't do this. I know as a diehard D and D fan, I want that to do so well. But also, it seems. I mean, it's dumbed down. It's like a, what do you call it? A hero uh, brawler, something like that. So it's very simplified. It reminded me a lot of For Honor. um, If you ever played For Honor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what's great is this doesn't have microtransactions because I feel like that kills other brawlers where you have to buy the really good stuff. Otherwise, I think in For Honor, it took you like two years to be able to accumulate all the stuff. It was really bad. Yeah. So... The fact there's no microtransactions in this gives me a lot of hope. At least it's going to like earn loyalty through that. It seems like it's almost a way for people to break into D and D into like it's very main mainstream yeah. oriented, which is not bad. You have Game Pass because you're having it day one for free, <laughs> motherfucker! Like, come on, Trey! Like, I know I'm going to have to drag you to. Oh, like to what? I'm, I'm like, gonna play it. I mean, we're, we're yeah, gonna play it. I'll probably play. Yeah, it. I'll yeah. probably play. I'll, it. T- I'll give it a shot. But like Outriders was available day one, and I did not like that game. We did that, it, was, that was so it was bad, boring. Yeah, but at least we tried. <laughs> at least we gave it a shot, dude. Yeah. And Starfield's gonna be Microsoft player Xbox exclusive. Well, I don't That's know. That's crazy. We're, not, we're bitching about shit that I don't know. Wham! We get these fucking free games. It's like I don't know. We're already with it. Uh, where Netflix is when you're trying just new titles, and you're like, maybe I'm into it in five minutes. It doesn't yeah. matter because I just fucking turn it off. Let's talk about what else fucking Microsoft did, and that was introduce kind of the next level of like game streaming and stuff. Um, yeah. Apps inside of TVs uh, to iPad on iOS devices as well, so I can be playing Game Pass on there. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about that I think for a long time. Oh um, yeah. And, and during Bethesda's announcement, they were Todd Howard on, constantly talks about this about how the future of gaming is gonna be streaming, cloud based, all that stuff. I didn't really put into perspective how much Bethesda was purchased for, $7.5 billion. And I, I don't know. I We throw around all these billions all the time that I really didn't put it into scale of like around it. And that's a lot of fucking money. And I, I doubled down on more points we've we've talked about already and just making everything exclusive. Um, you know, so they did, they did some things and then also introduced more titles. What were the other titles that they introduced kind of at the end? Was, like is the Outer Worlds 2 an exclusive? Yeah. Outer Worlds 2. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. But mention. that's not Bethesda. That's, uh, that's, that's Obsidian. 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 Yeah. Uh, uh, are they an Obsidian? Love it, though. I fucking nice. love Outer Worlds. It was so fun. I loved Outer Worlds. You get a thumbs up for the pun. But yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. you no that's points. all I want, man. <laughs> you made us I don't need points. I want thumbs. Um, up where? <laughs> <laughs> so, what was I going to say? Um... Bethesda, yeah, I lost it. And then there wasn't any Fable announcement, right? Or yeah, did I miss it? No. What's up with that? Yeah. Well, and we mentioned it off podcast, but no Elder Scrolls either. I know. So I'm super bummed about that. I think they, I mean, it makes sense that they really want to go all in on yeah. the Star Starfield. Field, yeah. Just because they probably have spent so much time and effort on it. We do have they a release date. Like- the 11 2022 release date. So yeah. there's that to look forward to. I mean, to Roman's point, think about it. You release this brand new game in this new category, but then you say, here's Elder Scrolls. Yeah, 6. you don't want to yeah. get it overshadowed. That's, that's such an easy way to shoot yourself yeah. in the foot. They're probably working on it, but they right. probably made a smart marketing decision and not release it in the show. Yeah. Well, and they've been working on Starfield for like a decade now so yeah there now is the time for it to shine especially for a new franchise yeah, yeah i think you guys 100%. are totally right yeah I was, agreed yeah, no, I'm, I'm just i was i was blown away by their 
their showcase. I think they did a lot of right things over at uh, Microsoft. They're they're making well use of Bethesda. Yeah, they I, they're definitely the clear winner. E three is their their expo. That's like where the big money shines. So let's let's talk EA and let's talk uh, Ubisoft. Yeah, or Ubisoft. So there was no Star Wars Ubisoft announcement, correct? Right. There right. was not. Which yeah. was such Bummer. a bad move. Well, can we just talk about? The elephant that isn't in the room, and that's Sony. Like, the motherfuckers, nothing. They didn't, nothing about Sony. And I wonder wonder why. They didn't, and I don't know. I didn't know. Were they part of, like, Summer Game Fest or anything either? I mean, they've been making, like, pretty steady releases for new Sony games. Like, they showed gameplay for Horizon Zero Dawn or Zero Dark Thirty, whatever. They're just dropping them, though, whenever. Exactly. So they're just, like, out of it. They're, like, pieces. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 I, I respect it. Yeah. Xbox maybe is sticking to the old model then. We'll see which one comes out on top. Yeah. But. And what was EA only had Battlefield? Yeah. Okay. Which was solid. Yeah. I, we'll see. Are you buy, are you guys buying Battlefield? Yeah. Battlefield needs a dub though. I mean, Battlefield 5 was a flop. Right. I, I only want to buy it if you guys are buying it because well, it seems like a really like... It looks I played so Battlefield cool. 1 on my own. I thought that was fine. Nobody that was, else that was a good time. has heard from Activision. No Call of Duty. Yeah, no Call of Duty surprised me because yeah. usually that's Thank a that's God. a yearly thing or yeah. something, right? <laughs> I mean, I like that they're taking their time with it. I, I hope they do another. I don't know, just year of this. And I'm yeah, if they don't do, I don't know. I'll buy Battlefield if you guys all do it. I'll be really fucking pissed at Trey if he doesn't fucking play D and D. I think I have to. That's a yeah, wait and see for me. That's fair. Battlefield's like a day one. That, well, that's also a wait and see for you. I'm just a day yeah, one on Bethesda. I'm such a bitch. You're not a multiplayer guy, though. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, that's like, that's the holy gospel, right? No pre-orders. Yeah. Fuck pre-orders. Yeah. Okay, we, we all pray. Yeah. Hands it. Yeah. No pre-orders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to cross it. my fingers behind my back. <laughs> all righty. Winner of this round was none other than Mr. Roman. Whoa. Sock it to him. Not yeah. to me. You can suck anybody it to me. but me. <laughs> you can suck it to me. I hate Roman. being sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're on to the next round. Check this out, Trey. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. It's all off game. Oh, off back. mic. All right, for round three, we're going to be talking some Disney and Marvel details. So as you know, with the streaming service of Disney+, Plus, there has been the introduction of many Marvel shows. This also comes after the conclusion of Endgame. We've seen WandaVision, we've seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and now we are just debuting Loki. So the question I have for you gentlemen is, how are we feeling about the introduction of these shows and what implications does it have on the superhero genre as well as the Marvel universe? Is it doing things we like? Is it potentially taking away from, I guess, the setup of the overall universe that has been established? Or, you know, are people going to start copying the same kind of format for other universes? Yeah, I feel like when we first started this podcast, these were just starting, like WandaVision had just started coming out. And so it's now going to be enough time to judge that. I haven't seen it. I've seen all of it. I think it's just banger after banger after banger. I look forward to it each week. Really? Um, I'm interested what, because like to the question of like what BK asked is like, what is this going to have for an impression of everybody else in the media? Because it has to say something about it's on their platform. Yep. I mean, July 9th is right around the corner. That's the release date of the, for theaters for Black Widow. That's going to say a lot about, I don't know, if if theaters are going to have that return or people are going to desire for that, those to be on demand day of. 
or if these like anthology series have brought anyone else into the fold or even if you can bring anyone into the fold at this point because they're so mainstream and, and saturated at this point but um i just wonder if these anthology series are going to be um almost like the star wars anthologies where they just take on a life of their own i think the hardest part for the common viewer to grasp is the multi-universe stuff like I get lost on that and I love like mass effect and really confusing plot story, like plot lines. So uh, the multi-universe thing, is that challenging? Do you think for a mainstream viewer? And I think to simply break that down, it's kind of just like, Oh, in this movie, this connects to episode three of that show, which connects to like the first movie of that trilogy. It's like, <laughs> you're now comparing like several episode shows to several movies. So it's like you're the raising spider the web. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's like, Oh, now you have this connection that didn't exist before and now it does. It's like, does it, who cares? You know, like the main movies have already come out and all that's already set in stone. So it's like, oh, you could come out and you could say that Dumbledore is gay, but it doesn't change the story. That, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Dumbledore is gay? What was you the argument the, there? So why I'll is that? Give you an why, why is the Dumbledore gay? <laughs> You haven't heard about that? No. J.K. Rowling. Yeah, J.K. Rowling, after Harry Potter all comes out, she goes on Twitter. She's like, oh, by the way, get, uh, oh, Dumbledore's gay. Sorry. So you think that they're going to uh, write I think it's the same shit. It's the same exact shit. And then sorry. people are like, no, that changes everything. It's like it changes nothing because the movies are out. Everything's set in stone. Now you have all this auxiliary content. And it's just, it gives me a headache. Well, That's I don't know. Cut. I mean, like, Ty, we've talked about this. The whole Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, it added more depth to, like, older movies uh, in the Marvel cin- cin- cinematic universe. I was never a big fan. I saw Captain America's theaters, and then I saw it recently, about two weeks ago. Still not a fan of it in general as a movie, but in, in as far as, like, I don't know, Steve Rogers as a character and his development throughout it, it, like, validates a lot of it. Um, and I think this all changed after, after 2015, after the release of Age of Ultron, when Kevin Feige really had the entire reins and control of the entire universe. I think he is God, and everything falls beneath his creative control. So I think that's an okay, I don't know, pathway that they're going with it. What I think is going to happen is they're just waiting to cast that person in a role that you will find interesting. You're going to go watch that. I don't know, like for me, I don't know. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark. Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight. would be a very interesting character. Oscar oh. Isaac is dope. Who's, who's yeah. Moon Knight? Yeah, no, who's Oscar Isaac? Sorry. Oh, um, from uh, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron, and um, oh, oh uh, wait, you think this gonna be ex machina? He slaps. Oh, he's on fire right um, now. He's always oh, been on fire. Yeah, yeah. He's apocalypse. He's For awesome. some reason, I was thinking Finn. I was like, fuck that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I prefer he stay. I'm, I'm most violent year. That was another good one. Oh my god, what? Jessica Chastain in it too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Ooh, I, um, but I see what you're saying, Ty, and I think that it almost follows the same comic book yeah. mantra of like these characters taking on the mask and they make these evolutions in their character like it it becomes somebody else so marvel maybe at this point is evolving to the point where they're they're aging out this first cast that blew up the marvel universe and now they have to find people because you don't want to see steve rogers in gray hair like become putting on the mask of captain america so they oh, have I to do. i mean <laughs> he's only he's only 40 he's he's doing pretty good for he wants to be returned behind the scenes. Like he's like he, on the other actor, end of the right? camp. No, oh. like he wants to direct. He wants well, and to some of the actors are getting tired. Moves. And so, oh, you know, yeah. for 
for one for one character to find an actor's career can be tiresome. So you have to you have to age out and shuffle these characters in and it could kind of follow the same, like who took on the mask after uh, Captain America, after Steve Rogers, like it, it becomes this evolution of characters. I think that has had the template for so long in the comic book industry that they've failed and done this over and over again. Um, The biggest one, 1985, when they did crisis on infinite earth and reset everything said, okay, we're just going to actually have everything all in wonder, like all on one continuity. And that mattered um, for fucking so long. And then every seven years or so, they just kind of do a new crisis that says, LOL, JK to the last seven years. And it just makes everything become so much more meaningless. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and, it's like invalidating the, yeah. the legends to Star Wars, like all of the extra canon. You just wipe that away with, you know, a new trilogy. I feel like Kevin Feige has what it takes to just continue to make this relevant. Um, unforeseen things, like Chadwick Boseman's death, like how yeah. do we deal with that? Because Fuck. he had huge plans with Black Panther, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, yeah. sorry, back back to the TV show question. So, does like does no one think that Marvel should just stick with the movies? Like, imagine WandaVision just being like a full, like, two and a half hour movie. I would be much more interested in seeing it if that was the case. I want to see how July 9th goes with... Um, Black Widow. It's a it's a summer blockbuster release, big budget movie. COVID. It should be two hundred million dollar opening weekend. Yeah, no, Roman. So go on, like you. So so as a viewer. Yeah. So well, I'm more interested in movies in general. I'll try to not come from that perspective. But uh, with something like Wandavision, I personally don't really know anything about it. Um, but I just feel like as a viewer that isn't interested in it in the first place, I would rather watch a movie of it than a whole season of something, you know? Well, and yeah, I think and a series, uh, a movie is more digestible. Like you can have it be mediocre, but still digestible. A mediocre series is really hard to deal with. It's cumbersome. And although writers love writing a very drawn out story, if it's really good. So you have writers now that are switching over to TV series instead of writing good scripts for movies because they have more creative freedom. So in a series, there's a higher likelihood of a really good show. I think there's just going to be more volume in movies. So Yeah, and, I, and I'm just thinking it's just like, I mean, you're, what you're getting with these shows is just a lot more filler. And the sure. shortoff you're getting is character development, right? So yeah. is the amount of filler that you have to deal with worth the character development? Or, or are movies just kind of like, did we enter the series wrong? Should Marvel have just been completely TV shows? So uh, I will say that it's very similar to The Mandalorian, in my opinion, Yeah, where I would rather that be like a two and a half hour movie that just really? nails oh. what they're going for than have it be a long TV show. Ooh. So the, You'd rather, I, I do that because- I know what you mean. So Mandalorian to me is so staggered that it's actually perfect for a TV show because it's just like different like trials, different events, and then they're slowly connecting together. Whereas like the Marvel TV shows is kind of this linear path where it's like it starts from a very like point A to point B. Whereas, like, Mandalorian, it's going, like, up, down, sideways, like, all these side quests, which, like, sometimes, like, aren't super connected, but they kind of, like, add to the depth of the character. I don't think they're necessarily filler. And the depth of the universe. I think that's a huge part of a series is you can build so much more out. Something like the Outer Rim that was so unexplored. And to liken that to a Marvel, you know, you can build out character depth, like you said, um... 
ultimately, I think of it more as a evolution in Marvel's overall grand scheme master plan because their movies, how long can those last? So like if they can franchise out and expand their like business model into whatever they can, they're building Marvel games, they're doing Marvel series, Marvel movies. It's just more revenue streams. It's really hard to tell what they're trying to do with it because initially I thought what they're going to do was bring in, I don't know, filler shit. Like, you don't actually need to see any of the movies uh, or any any of these episodes to know what's going on in the movies. I think it's a huge deal that Captain America has a new, like, that's a new mantle in the, in the series, you know? And I don't know, to me that says that's a huge thing that, hap- that was happening. Then I think back to WandaVision which is a show that structurally could never have happened in a, in a movie form. So it really matters. Like, I don't know. It's like, do these characters who have like off screen, I don't know. There's a lot of big name characters is what I'm saying. I, I think this dual hybrid and I, I keep going back to um, the, the successes of uh, Black Widow is heavily reliant on the future of whether or not we're going to be seeing a lot of this shit on screen. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's it's all good points. I just like, to me, I think long-term, what we talked about is like, I think what Trey hit on is it just, there's so, it's so fragmented. You have shows here, movies there, and it's just like going to be really hard to connect them or stay interested as a viewer because I'm going to have to watch all of this. Whereas in like Marvel, it's like, oh, I just have to watch one movie. Now it's, I have to watch eight episodes and potentially two seasons. Can't you see it from the perspective of like, that's a business model. Like that's all they need you to do is like, all it is is a game of endurance. How long can you wait? Yeah, you know? I mean, their whole thing is like, okay, everyone who got to Endgame, like, we're satisfied if that just remains our customer base. But we're acknowledging that by doing this complicated, like, TV show model, we might be discouraging people from entering it in, you know? So it's it's a bit of a risk. Diversifying your portfolio. <laughs> is that NBA speak? Do I get points? Yes, but <laughs> anyways, Trey wins the round. <laughs> so I yeah, that, bitch. That's, that's Play to win. Play to win. <laughs> All right, on to the next round. All right, round four. For this round, we'll be talking about remaining movies that we are looking forward to in 2021. So yes, there's been a lockdown. There's been a pandemic, lots of sad, terrible things, but there's also been a lot of movies coming out and a steady stream of movies at that. Um, And I think we've kind of ignored that. So what... I want to, I guess, understand from this group is what movies over the next six months are we really looking forward to? And what do we think is going to be the like the number one takeaways? Spider-Man. Is there a Spider-Man coming out? <laughs> yeah, this uh, holiday season. Um, is it like an animated again? No, or it's it Tom a- motherfucking Holland. Uh, well, I didn't see the last one. Yeah, I'm I, just saying. The first one I thought was okay, but I, then they made another one so fast and I was like, I don't know if... I was impressed by that turnaround time. It's because of a Sony, their their um, picture <laughs> schedule that they have. Like whipping yeah. it like, like, film it faster. <laughs> I think that Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be in it because I think after the rights go back to Sony, they're going to have to have some sort of like excitement around launching it. And it's also, it's a big bang, like bye, bye to Spider-Man. Well, it would be hilarious if they did a multiverse thing yeah. in real life and had all three of those actors be Spider-Man yeah. at the same time. I think that'd be really funny. But then you're they're treading on familiar ground. But maybe it's good enough an idea to do anyways. I think they're going to do it and then it's going to be like, I don't know. Like I said, just an excitement drawer and stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, I also, that would make me too happy. And Sony, 
typically disappoints yeah, me. They fuck up a lot. Um, Amy easy Pascal. answer for best movie coming up is going to be The Green Knight. I'm calling it. That's oh, going to yeah. be at oh. least an eight out of ten. Which which one's The Green Knight? Oh, that's the latest. the The next A24 film. What's that boy's name? What's it about? Um, it's about a medieval. So it takes place in medieval times. It's a there's like this nature knight kind of. It's it reminds me of the main White Walker guy from Game of Thrones, okay. who shows up every once in like a decade or something. If I'm remembering the trailer correctly, and someone has to duel him. And if they duel him and win, then he goes away for like another decade or whatever. Um, but A24 never misses. Are they just going to water him? Like, gonna be like, <laughs> A24 never misses. A24 is just banger after banger after Absolutely. banger. Absolutely. I mean, A24 is the seal of approval, in my opinion, as far as movies go. I Before I knew what A24 was, I always felt like I was seeing a trailer for a movie or seeing a movie. And I saw that, like, you know, the logo run. Like, it's just, I always, like, know that something good is going to fucking yeah. come. I think oh. it's the most uh, objectively probably going to be good. I think that's really likely at this point. Yeah, I mean, the trailer looks dope. Um, it's, of course, it's possible it's bad, but I think the actors are good. I don't know who the director is, um, but, yeah. All right, I'm throwing in on the high-risk, high-reward Dune. Oh, Give I've me Dune. Dune, yeah. Dune is going to be good. Give me Dune. Dune. I want Dune, Dune to be, be so good. good. It's going to be Denny Villeneuve. Tim, Timony, Tim, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Chalamet. Oh, I don't know how to say that one. Yeah. Chalamet. Chalamet. yeah I hope it's not too like young adult dark thing. Yeah. I th- it doesn't look like it is, but it easily could be. Well, it's not supposed to be. In the show, he's supposed to be like kind of a kid. Or in the movie. In the book. Name a movie that Denny Villeneuve didn't fucking deliver on. Arrival, Prisoners. Um, Dude, I love, I love Arrival. the director, man. Oh. He's awesome. Yeah. Arrival was sick. Was Prisoners was sick. What was the other one? Um, what else did he do? Arrival is the best science fiction movie of all time. I think that Dune no, has the potential to be the best science fiction movie of all time. No, 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 well, no, that's no, the no, thing no, is no, it's no, like no. so yeah. uh, like um, risky. Like it's so, it's it has the potential to do it. And it's also on what's what's it called? Um, Jodorowsky. Yes, thank you. Um, on the back of his Dune, it's just the spiritual like predecessor of like his failed dream. Yeah, like it's it's. I a, love Jodorowsky. Yeah. He makes one of my favorite movies called The Holy Mountain. But if you guys don't know, um, he was gonna he like had the screenplay made for Dune, and he had a whole bunch of brilliant designs. But it was so out there, and this was back in like the seventies or something, yeah, yeah. that no studio wanted to pick it up. Yeah, and it's really tragic because I think that if he made his Dune, Star Wars might not exist. You know how fucking Whoa. ironic Whoa. it is that we're using That's, Star Wars sounds right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because it has right. it has like all of the the all of the archetypal sci fi shit that we think of now was like in his Dune. If they did it right, we could be using Dune sounds right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, how cool would that 100%. be? One hundred percent. The the desert worms just. <laughs> we could be doing Dune D and D tomorrow. Yeah, Star Wars D and D. It would be like worm sounds and like the little hose, like water things in their noses. Man. We're living in that universe. Imagine the universe where Pathfinder was over like D and D. Like you know, they oh, hit it first. So I would love for there to be like a rival D and D, but yeah. So Pathfinder. Are there any other movies coming out that we're excited for? I am the first Marvel movie that I'm legitimately excited for in a long time is Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Oh, yeah. Like, I forget the guy's name in it. Simi Liu. Yeah, dude. The action in that alone looks so good. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I, oh, you sound a little hesitant, moderator. No. 
<laughs> no, not hesitant. It's just like, you know, I've always been looking for like kind of like a Kung Fu hero, you know, instead of just like the like typical like, you know, I'm a white dude. Sure. Times are hard. Iron fist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted somebody a little bit more stoic in a in a much more like I don't know like a temple setting or something. Well, what's the guy from Ipmon? Are you saying you're not excited? I'm excited for it. I just want it to be because I'm Asian, so I want it to be my my Black Panther for Asians. You know, I want that level of hype. (laughs) I can't tell if you're joking. Are you? (laughs) You're You're Filipino, yeah. What are you going to fucking are do you? the racial math on me, <laughs> white man? <laughs> You're right. I'm out of my element. I just watched Big I'm, Lebowski. I'm from Asia. I'm from Asia. I'm from Asia. I'm not going to dip my toe into that one. His name I'm was Filipino. Um, I'm trying to look up other ones that are coming out. I mean, really... Marvel is just... I think Eternals is also coming out this year, too. Is it? Are they having four movies come out this year? I just don't believe it. I feel like Disney just has a whip, just whipping people. I mean, I think all of them have been kind of like ready for some time. Like I mean, South Park had that Disney episode, right? Where Mickey Mouse was like a, a tyrant. Which I'm pretty sure is legit. Yeah, and yeah. that came out like a while ago. So it's it's just kind of funny that that idea is like still persistent, if yes, not Mr. amplified. <laughs> exactly. We are forgetting Fast and Furious 9. Whoa. <laughs> How are you going to get an upvote for Fast and the Furious whatever? Uh, Are you saying you're not a fan? I've never seen any of them. <laughs> it's because you have no family. <laughs> uh, I petitioned to make our new intro song, the Tokyo Drift theme song. Email somebody for the rights. <laughs> Only if you know when you're listening to a strategy guide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Eternals is coming out. What's wow. Last Night in Soho? Oh, that's the the horror movie with um the girl from Queen's Gambit. With the really wide eyes, she's gonna be in a horror movie. Yeah, it's cool. it looks really good. It looks really well, good. Actually. Did you guys see The Witch? Yeah, because that's like the first movie that I ever saw her in, and it was a horror movie. Oh, oh she's, she's great. Yeah. So yeah. if she, she just keeps yeah. being in horror movies, I'm gonna be so down. She's I a great actor. She's she a great has actor. A great like haunting stare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's awesome. She, well, New Mutants play. was supposed to be her ability Anya to be Taylor a um, hero, superhero on top of it horror because it was supposed to be a horror film. I didn't fucking end up seeing it. But um, she, she's good in anything she fucking does. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Queen's Gambit was kind of a horror movie when you think about it. Like <laughs> just like being good at chess for a living. For, from being traumatized and then like drug addiction. Yeah, that is like yeah, a horror movie. It's, kind of horror it's movie. also kind of my life. What? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. Having <laughs> sex with Newt from Maze Runner. That's kind of a horror. <laughs> <laughs> did they ever finish the Maze Runner trilogy? They movies? did, and it was so fucking good. I rewatched them recently. Wow. It was good? I fucking love them. I'll, what? You know, I'll... I'll, I'll I'm just myself. asking. That's for me. That's oh, okay. Because <laughs> I know they're bad movies. Yeah. But I love them. Did well, you people the love the books. No. People okay. love the books, man. I, that's actually, I might, that gives me a little more hope to check it out, to be honest. Ooh. I saw Maze Runner Dude, and I was like, fuck it's that. It's just such like a, you know, movies that you watch when you're kind of drunk. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't really care what you're watching. That was Ready Player One for me. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. Dude, but it you was know good. what is coming out? Is, um, so not just movies, can I talk about TV shows? Yes. So Lord of the Rings. Is it The Hobbit oh. or is it Lord of the Rings? I don't remember. It's um, one of those. Lord of the Rings. It's okay. in the Tolkien universe. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be like the most expensive show ever made. So yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's well, going to be dope. They're going to pay like $2 billion to reserve the rights. Yeah. And they, yeah. They, they've been holding it. It's like when you like get an airplane at an airport, you got to reserve the slot. They're it's like when it. you buy AMC stock and you just fucking hold it. <laughs> I didn't. Hold it. I <laughs> sold mine so quickly. <laughs> uh, and then there's also Percy Jackson is getting a TV show. Do you, oh. Did you watch? I never watched Percy Jackson. No, I, the movie was the, garbage. Yeah. But the books are really good, and 
I read the I first two hope books. And I was like, that yeah. they're going to actually try this time with the show. Because the, the source material is pretty dope. It's one of those things that would pay off from a TV show, a drawn out Oh, series. totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot um, of good content in those books. I can't think of any other TV shows that I'm looking forward to. Uh, also, mm-hmm. when's the D&D movie? Boy, season three. Is there a D&D movie? Yeah, yeah there's a... Uh, Chris Pine. I don't know if it's coming out this year, though. I think no, it's coming out wait, next year. is it actually Chris Pine? What? Did I look it up? Yeah, it looks pretty decent. Um... And then uh, this just came out, but Cruella, if you get a chance, pretty. Oh, it was. I was that. surprised. It was pretty good. Uh, I forget what's her name. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. She killed it. To Little be honest, Miss Banger. She's yeah. always thrown out bangers. Dude. She <laughs> honestly, honestly, one of the better performances I've seen from her ever. So uh, La La Land. Oh, she's yeah, stole yeah. Stole the show. God but it. she carried the whole movie. To be honest, like I would watch it solely for that. Yeah, that's like I'd say the same thing about Amazing Spider-Man. Gotcha. Oh yeah, yeah she like she did. carried all that. She did. You know with those skirts. All right, round four <laughs> goes to Roman. Woo! Bonus round, baby. What, what the no, fuck? We got one more, right? Yeah, one more. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's two, two, one. Because so, me and Ty tied. Get it? Oh, I gotta get. I, I'm gonna go so hard to get this three way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my first God. three way. <laughs> All right, stakes are high for the last round. Round five, the final round where we have two points to Trey, two points to Roman, and one point to Ty. Either one person takes all or Ty maintains his losing streak for um, the fourth week in a row. No, not today. (laughs) I'm in an up-seated position. Oh, good. He's making his pro gamer move. All right, for the last topic, it's really going to be simple and straight. Um, And... What we're talking about is <laughs> what we're talking about is what do you think is the most played game in the past six months? So specifically within 2021 and what do you think it should be? You Wait, know? do you have the data and we're trying to guess what it is? I have or, the data, okay. it's, but like I, I will limit it to top 10. If you're within the top 10, then you're right. But I also want to hear what you think should be the most played game and why. Okay, cool. Yeah. It could be I think ent- the top played game is going to be uh, Warzone. Or at least in, I think Warzone is it easily in the top 10. I think COD and then Warzone. Garbage. Fortnite. No, I think it's Apex. Apex is yeah. not being played more than Warzone. So I have Warzone, I have Apex, I have Fortnite. Give me, That's such a lame Give me match. Fortnite. I have one to Roman, two for Ty. Yeah! Wow. So Apex has more players than Warzone right now? Yeah. Yeah. Think of the 12 year olds. I I remember seeing that data and I was like, that was interesting. But yes, that makes sense. Apex has a lot more new stuff going for it. Many 12 year olds. Warzone was a fad when you think about it. Warzone was really just this wave and it's, I mean, it's still working. But to be fair, the, the rebirth resurgence mode is awesome. The small map where you die and then it's like 30 seconds, you come back. It, yeah, it, it matters with that like, replay in Warzone because the the worst thing about uh, Warzone's battle royale is that it takes so long to get to the end game, and then you just die randomly, and then it's like, wow, I wasted thirty minutes on looting. I downloaded Fortnite the other fucking day, um, and here's what I remember: I hated about it was load times. It is so much more fucking streamlined now. Oh really? Um, oh, you bought it like the physical edition, you will probably log on and you'll probably get like this bonus. It's like, we fucked up in the past. So here's a thousand coins. Whoa. Get on and buy the fuck battle pass like for fucking free and just play with me, dude. Like it's, 
I don't know. I'm interested. I'm I'm into it. I'm I got the battle pass from that, and then I, I'm going to be playing. Yo, it. that's a plus one for someone inviting me to do something outside this podcast. <laughs> Fuck both of you. <laughs> I'm going to get to know Brandon. <laughs> I'm more than just a moderator. Of, <laughs> of the two people here, you guys need to know each other better. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but well, games that should all. be played more. I mean. Obviously, Mar- uh, Resident Dark Evil. Souls. You're gonna see oh. some hard ass shit like Resident <laughs> Evil Village. I'll give you minus one. Broken record. Oh. Because you think that should be the most played game? Yeah. What's your merit for or metric for that? Is the question? Are you trying to game the system? What do you want here? I'm just trying to understand the. Uh, the <laughs> I'm, qualifications. Just, I'm trying to put my myself in the shoes of the average player and thinking yeah. about like okay. what would be most generalized to the average playing style or like what's something that like. People can play together, also play by themselves. It just has like a good balance of everything, and that's like easy to get into. Honestly, that's Apex. If I'm being if I'm being totally honest, but Apex is just a multiplayer. Yeah, but that's something you play with friends. Um, you can play it on your. It's not very fun on your own, but it's still multiplayer. When you're like, uh, there is a market of people who don't want to play against other people. Mm-hmm. The multiplayer environment is very toxic. So I'm looking for a balanced game, and maybe it doesn't even have to be multiplayer. You can make a case for that. So, I mean, that's the thing about Fortnite nowadays. Is it's like it's objective-based. Um, you go out and do these things. Um, and if, if that's the way you want to play, go out and forage or do whatever the fuck the task tells you to do. And you'll encounter people along the way. It It's an experience for different people. And they've added so many different mechanics to it since launch. That is just, yeah, very impressive. That is something for everybody. Oh, because I can, you think Fortnite should be the game everybody plays? Yeah, I think so. so. Even if I'm like, if you want to go from commercial, like like something that I could get anybody into, like pull out your motherfucking phone because it's on iOS and Android. Is you know? it though? We just that was our topic. Oh yeah, so. I forgot it isn't anymore. <laughs> Holy I will, shit! I will give a shake of my head, but no minus. Points. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> subtle disappointment. Oh. Yeah. Thank you for keeping um, me in this. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy though. I mean, there isn't any one game that's come out in the last like six months that I've gone. Oh, everyone should play this, and everyone should. It doesn't repeat have to come out in six months. It could be something that's like, I'll even give you free reign. It could be a Super Nintendo game, but it could be ported to all new consoles. Maybe the graphics not be improved, but like, let's just say any game. And um, I, I'm gonna add a second layer, okay? Because Fortnite, Apex, Warzone, those are all multiplayer games. Yeah. Name me what you think is the most played non-multiplayer game. Most oh of all time, of this year. Year. Yeah, this is this is going to be more subjective. Is Hades multiplayer? No, Hades came I out in two thousand eighteen. Oh shit. Okay, it's so, just been ported. Okay, that's was it ported this year? No, it was ported in twenty twenty for. It's this being week. ported say, in the future. It's being okay. ported on Games Pass, motherfucker. That'd be sick. Okay, so I would I'll, I would I'll say Mass Effect Hades. is going to be the latest. Single so, player, massive. I've been thinking about that, but do you really think that the I don't know main audience, like the general audience, would be interested in no, it? No, absolutely. It's that not. nostalgia. It's not audience. enough update for it to be a must play for people that haven't played it in the past. So Hades, Mass Effect. What's your thought of games we should be playing of all no, time? No, 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 no. This is a separate question. This is like the most uh, single player, the most played non multiplayer game in twenty twenty one. Mass Effect. Really? I already said that, bro. I mean, can I not? Let's let's say. Can I give him Hades, and I want to go with Minecraft single player? (laughs) What do you want to see? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, nobody has a PS Five. No, I'm just I'm asking. Um, I don't have the data. I'm just asking to make a case for. Oh, okay. It's got to be Mass Effect. It doesn't have to have come out in 2021 either. That's hard. I just I can't even think of what's come out 
in a while that's like, been worth what, what's played. a game people like playing by themselves for me it's so much different because i like story driven single player horror games <laughs> so like i've been playing bioshock one through th- one through infinite Sing- and it's been amazing single player is a very niche community nowadays yeah like probably last of us well, and it's also very oh. fractured. There's not a lot of people that play one thing because it's single player. So, like, you just play your own thing. Okay. I mean, I'll give you each one oh. for, for the answers, but no one's answers stood out or no one. <laughs> yeah, it's, no one, I it's say, hard. I, I say Minecraft. Did the last <laughs> year for games stand out? No, it's Other than, like, Sony titles, they were just always fucking banging. Well, I mean, it, 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 you're right. Like, it sucked because COVID, because things got delayed, things didn't work out. And so, so many projects flopped that it was just a depressing year. <laughs> so, so if you had to choose, like, if you had to choose to be, like, the one game that, like, let's say everyone's data got erased and, you know, everyone had to be playing one game, like, that you talked to, to someone at the store that all your friends would talk to you about, like, what would that one game be? Come on, man. That's like Mass Effect. That's all I fucking talk really? about. For me, it's anything yeah. by FromSoft. So if any, like anytime someone says, oh, I just started playing Dark Souls for the first time, I'm like, tell me about it because I can talk about this for a long time. Go ahead. <laughs> he just started Demon Souls and you didn't like it. Well, I Demon did- Souls is so like, like Dark Souls is really where the ideas come to life and the world is built and everything. I do like the Demon Souls fan base more than the Mass Effect fan base. Does that have an effect on the game? Kind of because of the people you're talking to and the conversations you have. And, like, I, I get excited about a game, like, with the people that also are excited about the game. You talk to randos? Who? Randos? Yeah. I don't talk to randos. I talk to you guys. <laughs> That's why we're doing this fucking podcast. one. No. Community doesn't really matter for me. I would say... The Skyrim. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've just been replaying old stuff. GTA 5. Recently. Like, get back Sky- into... G- Skyrim's a good one. I I've been playing like yeah Bioshock um, some horror games like Soma yeah um, I promise uh, to commit to GTA Rockstar's next yeah. um, multiplayer I always feel like at the end of the cycle I did this with four and I'm doing it with five I'm like I don't want to get into the multiplayer now but like I don't know next GTA yeah for six I feel like Rockstar is kind of aging and not adapting to like current themes current changes in the marketplace where like they're staying on this old the the same old grand theft autos the the red dead redemptions these super drawn out really in depth and then they just are like oh and multiplayer and they like forget about it well i think the reason why they do that is because when they make a new gta or they make a new basically when they make a new gta it's like holy shit this is what we've been waiting for and and it's worth it yeah because they've been they've been adding on to they've been constantly putting content and making adjustments that's that's why i gave you the down vote um I will say there's a minute left. Um, Trey and Ty are tied. Oh, Roman is you're a fucking tied. stupid idiot, dude. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, get it. No, but they've been updating it for like the last eight years. If the if, if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. Shit. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what's a new game-ish that's pretty good? is Jackbox 7. Is it on um, Game Pass? Dude, yeah. you keep bringing up Jackbox. Oh, should we, should we I, play it? I thought those were just like dumb party games that it's I fun, get dude. drunk the, with my The friends. latest one has a new Quiplash, which is easily the best game. Should we play it after this? I'd be down. Yeah. I'd be down if you guys... Yeah, I mean, uh, anyways, but yeah, anyways. Um, it's got some good Yeah, we're friends outside of this. 20 <laughs> seconds, three-way time. <laughs> Shit. What else? What else? Oh, no. Um, everybody should be playing Call of Duty. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, he wants the John Bunny so bad. Or, or uh, Fortnite. Did, you guys purposely Did we just three ways? No, I actually ran out of ideas. <laughs> I, I didn't really understand the time. question. <laughs> okay, that throws Ty out. Yeah, it does. How three way tie for, Good work, for this round? Actually, no, you're right. No, it keeps him in. So since it's a three way, so tie, I have to go. To, but yeah, you're three way tie for the three. You're basically doing a sudden death for the sudden death. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, that helps me because if it's not you who wins, then it's a clear definitive yeah. winner between Train Roman. Yeah. So either you do two rounds of sudden death, or you have to fight for it, bud. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Uh, we're going into sudden death for round five, which will determine if who the winner is or if there's another round of sudden death between the three-way tie for the overall game. <laughs> Sorry for the, the complication. On. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to sudden death. This is for the three-way tie for round five to determine who gets the single point for this round. You will have one minute to debate a question. Give it to me, which is what I'm calling a hot take. And each contestant will have to give their perspective and justify it. Whoever has the best perspective or the best answer and the best explanation why wins. The question I have, what is the best cinematic universe? <laughs> I'll start with Mr. Roman. Lord Ooh. of the Rings. <laughs> you could, you, yeah, you could explain more. <laughs> um, because the movies um, cement themselves as being some of the best fantasy um, films of all time. Um, if The Hobbit didn't suck so much, it would be a really obvious answer as Lord of the Rings. But with this new television show coming up, I think that we're going to see Lord of the Rings becoming the best again. Nah, dude. Okay. Sorry, Trey. You let me get, let me steal the mic. Star Wars, best cinematic universe. Give you two reasons. It's completely original and it's the most ambitious. It's like completely invented um, just out of the mind of George Lucas, one man and uh, to invent um, to invent the concept of at the time, there were so many of these flashy futuristic sci-fi movies. And for him to be like, no, I want a lived in universe. I want it dirty. I want it like real um, to apply that to the sci-fi genre, I think was so new at the time that it made it more real, more livable. Um, and like Lord of the Rings is just, it's fantasy. Like we've been, we, that's source material that's been there. Star Wars is literally fantasy. All right, I'm going to set you both down. Here's the, all the, you should have said Tolkien universe and here's what it is and this is what we've seen. And then you, Star Wars, there's fucking four set pieces. They just recycle them. Marvel Cinematic what? Universe. It's called a goddamn universe for a reason. Find your fucking place in it. There's a movie, a character, a story, something that represents you in it. <laughs> you That's just it? Dropping the mic on that? <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> Niners gang, let's go to the next round. How much time do we have? Can we get a rebuttal? I'll give you each a rebuttal. Okay, so I'll tell you sorry, why it isn't. Robot. I'll tell you why it isn't Marvel. Because they have flops. They used to. You don't think that these next four TV shows... What was Iron are, Fist? What was the entire <laughs> Hobbit trilogy? Yeah, the Hobbit trilogy sucked ass. Yeah, but that's part of it. good ass, and <laughs> The good guy. It's funny because Peter Jackson came back to do it, but I don't know. I just... It, it's a universe. It has the potential. Amazon, um, we'll see what they do with it, but uh, something that's established... I just don't see there. much potential coming out of the future of Marvel. So your rebuttal is strictly towards Marvel? Yeah. No rebuttal towards Star Wars? No, because I like Star Wars. Okay, fuck it. Yeah. 
your rebuttal? Uh, I have a rebuttal towards... I can't criticize. Okay, I'll criticize Lord of the Rings. That's oh, so hard to do. <laughs> they're you evil, asshole. Roman. There, your point was there. Um, there's so much that there are flops in the Marvel Marvel universe. But the problem with the Lord of the Rings is there's so little. There's the Lord of the Rings trilogy and Hobbit, and Hobbit was a flop. Lord of the Rings was great. So like you have two dualities there. You have great video games when it comes to Lord of the Rings too, though. Well, like. The Shadow of Mordor? That's that was, it? That was really good. Shadow of Mordor was good. Shadow of War The games good. that were just based on the movies were also really good. You have better games in Star Wars, KOTOR. And does the universe matter? I mean, Fallen so Order. does all... So Marvel's Handing encapsulating. It, Marvel go. doesn't have any good video games. All right, they used to. <laughs> rebuttal to tie. So I get one? Yeah, this is your rebuttal now. Uh, so to you point what we just said, I mean, they've always had good games. Like, let's talk about Spider-Man 2. Um, I mean, it, if it's all under the same umbrella of Marvel, then what else? if we're getting into the game. Oh, <laughs> also, uh, Marvel versus Inhumans. It's like, it was a really weird game that came out on like the PS2 and Xbox, um, in which they used like the B cast of like Marvel characters. And it was like a story game and also like a beat em up. Like, I don't know. I, I forgot what the name of that's a banger. Spider-Man. Like, come on. Like, oh, well, you want to say Avengers. No, I'm, uh, I'm not asking your opinion. Uh, <laughs> I don't want you to say anything, Ty. <laughs> it's it's the, the question shouldn't have been asked. It's Marvel Cinematic Universe, without a doubt. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Moderator. Roman. Thank you for the question. Thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have to reconsider now. <laughs> Roman. Oh, God damn it. I will say out of those three, Lord of the Rings is my favorite, which is why it made this really hard for me. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you're relying on Trey to... Fuck me up right now. Is this, is this the next? <laughs> oh, oh, so, okay, I get it. So that was to Roman. That was, that was saying he lost this hot take round. Gotcha. But he's okay. still in the finals, yeah. so he's safe. Gotcha. Trey? Yeah? Fuck. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so the Star Wars, your arguments were really great, but they were great from a conceptual standpoint. Star Wars, based on your arguments, is the best conceptual cinematic universe but that was not the question the question was what is the best purely cinematic universe which goes to ty who <laughs> no this must be a shock to you <laughs> it's the same movie over and over i'm so it's sour the same movie over and over again but it's the best rated it's the most watched it has the like biggest viewer following i i think star wars definitely like adjust star wars for inflation dude i'm telling you <laughs> two questions trey three questions did you watch episode four did you, did you should have put this in the rebuttal. <laughs> well, episode seven was a safe thing. I did watch episode four. I'm going to skip the second question and move on to my third. <laughs> Lick my fucking butthole. I guess it's more of a statement. Had this been conceptual, Trey would have win, but it is cinematic. It is just the best cinematic universe. So the win for this sudden death Roman, round. because Lord of the Rings are the best movies. <laughs> Take us to the next tiebreaker. <laughs> The winner's tie, which means that ending the five rounds, we have a three-way tie, which means we'll be going to a sudden death tiebreaker. Suddener death. A suddener death. Two sudden, two death. <laughs> sudden, the return A tale of, of two death. sudden deaths. <laughs> All righty. We are on the last round of sudden death. There has been a three-way tie between Trey, Ty, and Roman. It's my first three-way. <laughs> Glad to be here, too. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Well, you guys have had sex. <laughs> our viewers haven't. <laughs> you just lost us all our fans. 
millennials. We like we're going from sixty-one to one. We're going to lose downloads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take downloads from the previous ones. <laughs> the next round will determine who wins and who gets to moderate next week's session. So the topic for the final round, which we're going to be, do- be doing a similar format, is what is the best non-Battle Royale multiplayer game? Of all time? Of all time. Or that you personally advocate for. So you get to make an argument. Each person will make an argument, and then there will be a round for rebuttals. Then I will decide a winner. I already have it. Go ahead. Halo Reach. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Please. Suck it. Do, in, in, drop enlight, spike. Enlighten us. No, don't um, drop the mic. Talk into okay, it. Okay, so you've got a lot of really good game modes in Halo Reach. You've got Griffball. You've got um, SWAT. You've got Infected. And then you have just your basic Slayer. And the maps rock because you have um, Forge World, so people can make like their own oh, racetracks. I remember that. You have uh, Action Sack, which is just a bunch of random fun game modes. Oh, I missed that. You have Big Team Battle. Uh, but my favorite was just honestly like a 6v6 um, Slayer. Like just a lot of really good maps on Halo Reach. And the combat itself was really tight because Halo 3, if you played again, is pretty floaty. Um, the jumps are pretty floaty. The gunplay is a little bit um, non-reactive, but Halo uh, Reach is really tight. I will say I still have PTSD from how many points I needed to rank above warrant officer. Oh my oh. god! To get to general, to yeah. get that knife not shoulder, even, no, not even just, general, just above warrant officer. Yeah, it gets you to yeah. like lieutenant was the next yeah. one, and then all the points after that are like way, way less. easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there was a that? weird hurdle at that yeah. point. Yeah, it's, no sense. Yeah. But for all our military listeners out there, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's because you go from an NCO to an officer. Oh, yeah, whatever. Man. This is my point. Anyways, but I'm a gamer. Not, <laughs> non-related nods. Um, I also, the last point is that I really liked the armor customization because it was entirely based off points gained by being good at the game. There was no oh, purchase necessary. The armor was fire. And it was it was just cool. So The first, like, customizable Spartan. That was solid. Yeah. You're asking. I, so I immediately, oh, oh. I won't do this. I was going to go Halo 3. Because I thought it's it's the one that like started Forge and all that stuff, yeah, but I won't I won't walk there because you just you just planted your flag. I'm gonna go Runescape, everybody. Whoa. I'm going Runescape. Okay, free to play MMO that was like budget. All you needed was a PC and an internet connection, baby, and that like entered the world for so many kids, like all our age. And I still know people that like play Runescape. I swear yeah. to God. So. Yeah, people still play that shit. Pokemon Go. Download it on your fucking phone right now. It's summertime. All right, everyone. So I'm the moderator it. for next week. Um, <laughs> I know what you're looking for. You could have said COD. You could have said it like... Yeah, why anything. did no one say... Mul- whatever, whatever. I don't want to say it. I think hey, this is the multiplayer reward. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what you got here, but I'm just saying that's a fact of NBA school. I think... <laughs> NBA school. What you think Pokemon Go was a couple years ago versus what it is now, it is completely fucking changed. The and summer sensation sweeping 2016. It's the 25th anniversary of um, Pokemon, 5th anniversary of Pokemon Go. I'd suggest everybody download it right now, go out with some friends, do rating. This is a game that you can play, like because I, I play with my uh, 7-year-old cousin. He fucking loves this motherfucking shit. Like, we do community days and all these things together, and he plays completely free. Like, he doesn't spend any money or anything on that, and he's able to do it, and he gets a lot of shit. And all I'm saying, it's a fucking fun game. Play with your homies. Just something to do. Just hang around. Raid groups. It's summertime, and it's hot boy summer. 
to give Ty a backup, like I've been playing that on and off, but like the kids fucking love it. I swear to God, every single like parent with their kid, you see them jumping, like just uh, taking a seat at a pokey stop or a gym and they're playing together. Like I've, I've just been like, Hey, like, are you playing Pokemon go? And they're like, yeah. And they love it. Like these Mm -hmm. kids fucking love this game. So I think it's awesome. Like, that you're starting, you're continuing this generation to keep playing Pokemon Go. All right, Ty, since you ended with your last point, I'll let you start with the first rebuttal. Uh, Games mentioned previously, I guess, I don't know. I haven't played Halo Reach on the Master Chief collection of whether or not those lobbies are even good, but it's just, you're thinking of all time. So just think about when you actually played played it when it was relevant. If you're thinking all the time, then Pokemon Go, I got to stand by that. That was just an incredible experience that everybody felt a part of. So, uh, But back to rebuttaling and telling these idiots how fucking dumb their shitty-ass points were. (laughs) What? I don't think we can compete what? with Halo Reach. Like I was, <laughs> I, I was like, no, I agree. Game. But you know, I got to play the character, and Roman's a fucking idiot. You stupid shirt, idiot! I, First I thing him. he said was, "Hey man, I like your shirt. That's totally my vibe." I, no, he's wearing a color scheme I fucking love. I, I love the vibe. But you know, it's your rebuttal's running out. Of <laughs> okay, Reach, unrealistic. On I don't know. Rankings. That's all that I can really say about that. That's all I can really say. Uh, and Trey's just a bitch, so I don't know. I was helping. I helped you. I'm gonna pass the rebuttal to Trey. Okay. Oh all right. God. The only thing I can do is try to tear down Reach at this point. Uh, okay. Like I said, Ty, dude, he just called you. A bitch. I, I don't want to be teared down by a bitch. I don't even like. I'm not even listening to him at this point. <laughs> My doctor told me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Halo 3 started it all. Halo 3 was the one that invented Forge. It was the one that invented all those game modes, um, infection and, and, uh, SWAT, like, uh, I don't know. Anyways, all I'm saying is like Halo reach is built on the foundations of Halo 3. So truly isn't Halo 3 just the father of whatever was produced there. Uh, yes. However, Modern Warfare 2 was built on the foundations of Modern Warfare 1 and is a much better multiplayer game. And every 60 seconds a minute passes <laughs> while we're throwing out hard facts. Um, my rebuttal, <laughs> not that it matters, is against Pokemon Go um, because it didn't have all the Pokemon. It started off with just the originals. Still doesn't. Yeah, fair point. And I think the best part about Pokemon is the diversity of Pokemon and the counters. And you just don't get that in Pokemon Go, because you have a less selection. All right. They have 700 Pokemon there Not enough, man. (laughs) To conclude... There's only like 800. (laughs) So I won, right, with RuneScape? (laughs) Pokemon Go, man. (laughs) See it, see it, see it. I have to say... Daddy Brandon. Goes to... Roman Alonzo. Fuck me, dude! (laughs) (laughs) Who could have seen it Most sound... Unbeatable, most relatable da, 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 da. thing. Ty, you were very, 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 very close. But the rebuttal was kind of <laughs> The rebuttal was whack. You spent it attacking Roman If you shirt. had Trey's rebuttal, that <laughs> also, probably would have won you it, the game. It's a conversation on mobile gaming versus console gaming, which to me always loses me. Like if you were suggesting that a mobile game is going to outdo a console game, it just, I, I. You want a rebuttal? I got one for you right now. <laughs> 
It's, it's, sorry, it's Roman. Go ahead. It's, 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 it's the moderator. I got one. This is how he won the last round. This is how last round. You got to save, you got to spend this on the rebuttal. Security is now exiting time. This is 2021 in which I'm saying We're pulling him away from the mic. It's 2021 when I'm saying this. This is before consoles take over and it's so widely accessible. You want to play Halo Reach with me? Go ahead. Go buy an Xbox. Go buy a fucking, like, you know, all this shit. X, um, make sure you have an internet uh, connection that you can run it. And then Xbox Live, Game Pass, and then we can play with me. Download your other fucking, like, shit on your goddamn phone right there. Android or Apple. It's fucking accessible. Multiplayer is hell. All right, do I get my you're rant being, now? Yeah, you're being so <laughs> exclusive. All right, my rant is going to be against Nintendo for being overpriced and overvalued. So. No. Yeah. yeah you're right, though. Okay. <laughs> Once Brandon recovers. Perfect. I'm oh, sorry. Perfect. I feel like I need a different therapist just for like time. <laughs> like, just for the impact that time makes on my emotional health. I've lost this four weeks in a row. <laughs> Think about my emotional health. You did that show, so you're the one that started this podcast. <laughs> there is no try. There is only do. We have a secret group text message. Where we're just like, so we're not gonna let Ty win. <laughs> Got it. My therapist was right. Um, no, okay. but sorry. Um, okay, so my rant on Nintendo: they never drop their prices, at least not for a very long time, um, and their games are not always the best. So Mario Party has been strictly getting worse since Mario Party Eight on the Wii, in my opinion. Mario Party on the Switch sucks ass. It's made for babies. There are no expansions. I wish there were because the content is so lacking. Babies got to play too. So, so keep going. <laughs> um, Breath of the Wild is just worse than Dark Souls. <laughs> Did you rant? Okay. Hey, my rant, my rant, my rant. This is gold. Um, this is gold. I will say that Mario Odyssey is kind of its own thing, and that's pretty dope. So I'm gonna say that that's fine. Great point. Um, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion is just worse than Resident Evil. <laughs> Why are you comparing? This a rant. My rant. <laughs> Everyone, shut the it's fuck like up. Saying, it's like saying a pillow fight is worse than Halo. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is not. No, I know exactly what I'm saying. Um. Fuck, what are, what are, someone throw out other games here's, that are Nintendo. Here's a game I like. Smash. Um, Smash. Oh, Smash. Oh, I know you like Smash. Smash, <laughs> is pretty good. Smash is pretty good. Derailed. Sonic, Sonic but I will say that Smash, okay, here's what I can say about Smash. <laughs> Smash Ultimate is so diluted with characters. Whoa. And all the expansion characters are just anime girls and anime guys, and they're just having a big pillow party. <laughs> can I can I change the winner? <laughs> <laughs> Not too late. <laughs> Even if I say. So, uh, what about Kirby, dude? Who so, plays Kirby yeah. games? I, I, I haven't played Kirby since 64. No one plays Kirby. So I will... <laughs> Sorry, keep going. I don't want to cut off your um, I'll say one more Nintendo game. What else is a popular Nintendo game? Hades. <laughs> oh, come on. That's not Nintendo game. Might as well be. It's kind of it. Mar- Mario Golf. Um, oh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah. It's a worse Forza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you can't change your tire pressure on your fucking Mario Kart. <laughs> um, no, Mario Kart is also dope. But Double Dash is the best one they've ever made. Agreed. And it hasn't Agreed. been yep. as good since then. So. So, I- so my biggest point is they've been degrading quality, mm-hmm. increasing the price, and... I don't think that they have enough to show for it. So the pricing model Nintendo is extremely intentional. Like the, it, it, it's a business plan and it's actually been proven that it's working and they're making a lot of money off of it. So 
Um, I mean, good for them, but I'm not Nintendo, and yeah, I don't like their I practices. Didn't study I, I, the business. I case. like it. They, they're so fucking designer about it. They're not meant to appeal to us. They're meant to appeal to kids who parents have big pockets. Yeah, essentially. But they say you get with it, or you, you die trying. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. Are we wrapping this up for one? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. This has been Strategy Guy.